Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Woodbird Theater. We now present Off Book. Off Book the improvised podcast with Zach and Jess. That one is Zach Reno. That one's Jess McKenna. We've got Scott Pazzarella, King of Pianists. Pianists of, of Kings. We got Choo Choo, Brett on the Fret. Brett Morris, that feeling when the court hits. Take it to the chorus. Uh, the guest guitar back again. The best guitar. Guess who's back? Back again. Brett is back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know what? Tell a friend that, yes, you still can jump on the old off-book clubhouse train choo-choo. Choosing those tiers that are lasting for years. You can... (laughs) (laughs) This is an improvised musical, and we also launched a subscription where you can support us if you would like. And you can find all the information there at offbookclubhouse.com. $5 a month or $10 a month are the only plans that we offer. You get videos, you get downloads, you get to be in a fun community of wonderful people that make this show possible. I just want to treat all episodes like mullets. Business in the front. We're going to get the business in the front, and then it's going to be all party. So that was... The business. That was the business. Okay, so this is the first episode of the sort of grab bag slot. Jam, the Jamulus. <laughs> <laughs> the Jamulus jam. This is where we jam it out, jamming and jam. And every time it's going to be different. It's just going to be like fun one-off ideas that we have, um, segments that we want to revisit, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's also a time for us to have some... Uh, playing a different part of the sandbox musically. What? Why are you laughing? I thought you were going to say, it's also a time for deep reflection. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not the time we for We don't that. do that. That's not what this That's podcast is for. That's not what this podcast for. is for. Um, I do that mostly around a campfire at 1 a.m. That's oh, where you got to get me for that. Yeah, um, no, that's right. By the way, when we can again, we've been talking about doing like a campfire up of this show oh, forever. Yeah. Got to get on that. But right now it's not safe. We hope you're all staying safe. Stay safe. But this was, yes, as Jess was saying before I got confused by the thing that she hypothetically could have said but didn't say out loud, as so frequently happens in my brain, it is a fun time for us to be like, Scott, boot up some patches that actually don't work in the middle of a narrative musical. Yes. Ooh, like this. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? The cyber wars are coming to the cyber girls and boys. It's not a war of violence. It's a war of cyber noise. For one side of the cyber army will make a loud, loud shout. And then the other side will try to make a louder shout. That's what the cyber wars are about. It's the cyber and clean he was feeling rather bold he put his horn up to his cyber lips and he let out all his cyber tricks he but went but then that cyber boy was immediately smacked down when another cyber person came to town with a cyber tuba and an amp as well and he put it to his cyber mouth and let loose hell it went womp 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 cyber wars the cyber war loud versus Cyber drums, she had a cyber snare and a cyber tom, and she hit them so loud no one knew how to belong. She went hi hat. Who now came into the fray but a cyber grandma from an older cyber day for going all instruments? From the slammer, she brings out her cyber jackhammer. It went not on the beat, but extremely loud. Cyber wars, loud versus louder. Grandma's in the cyber. Cyber baby hardly could walk, but this tiny cyber baby, the cyber baby could talk. A big old wail, a big old cry. When the cyber baby let it out, all wires started to fry. Wow! Ouch, 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 they said my cyber ears. And everyone realized that that was too loud and a four apart came through the cyber crowd and the cyber crowds came together at last and a cyber peace came to pass cyber wars peace versus peaceful i guess it's now technically a cyber peace peace versus peaceful 
So that's what this episode is Oh my gosh. Cyborgs are cool, aren't they? My greatest hope is that that becomes the new baby shark and we all make millions of dollars. <laughs> People putting on the cyber wars <laughs> for, their, I mean, for I, their infant to stare at for hours. I'm only thinking of that because there was a cyber grandma and a cyber baby. <laughs> <laughs> cyber peace. Do, 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 do. Cyber uh, stop, stop, stop. I'll never not, get it out. It's not RIP. I'll we never get it out. We don't own it. Love the idea of a shark family. Yeah, it's sweet. It's, Have you ever seen a shark in the wild? Raise yeah. your hand if you've seen a shark in the wild. Okay. I mean, y- yes, but Okay. But like Okay. Yeah, I mean, the wild is like you're in the ocean like snorkeling and there's a shark, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Why was that why, why were because you Because it doesn't feel like the wild if you're on like a snorkeling trip specifically to see wildlife. It's not like, a, oh, I just happened upon a shark. It's like I went looking for... It's like whale watching is seeing whales in the wild, but it's not like a serendipitous whale sighting. That's the only thing that... That's the only thing that was happening in my brain. I was confused by a question that you didn't ask. Yes. Similarly to laughing at a hypothetical thing, I would say. Yeah. Correct. There's there's what's happening in the world, uh-huh. and there's what's happening in my mind. This is something and I've often noticed. often the two are the same, I but not always. I don't know that this... I couldn't say if this happened before Quar or not, but you have really um, personified your brain as an entirely separate entity. You're, <laughs> you're in like a speaking habit of the last few months that's like, so my brain was thinking uh-huh. this. Okay, so my brain thought was, you mean serendipitous. Like Zach's brain is, is like his little buddy on his shoulder. That's interesting. I hadn't noticed that. I'm sure you're right. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. I think it's a nice way to articulate. Here's what here's what I was thinking. It's just a different way of saying. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what I was thinking. You you but you. Here's really, what my brain did. Yes. When I heard that. Yep. And you say it so routinely about my brain that I've started to imagine that your brain is is that, is that guy is that guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working with Zach and Zach's brain, and they're both great and both have a lot of great thoughts. They both ask for a percentage of whatever we do, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to make you feel called out about your brain. No, not at all. I was, um... It's a fun little quirk. I think... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... When you're in the lonesome west Going down a lonesome plain Sometimes the only company A man has is his brain He imagines friends and foes as the vultures come to prey But the man is still alone Just a man and his brain A lonesome shadow walks alone He's not alone though A man and his brain A lonesome shadow walks alone But he's not alone though He's not alone abandoned place goes up to the old saloon slaps the bartender in his face but the bartender isn't there 
Because the man is all alone And he's imagining company To keep himself safe at home A man and his brain A lonesome shadow slaps a barman There's no bartender The bartender's just his brain It's a man waving his hand at nothing in a ghost town lonesome man walks alone But he's not alone though He's not alone He swivels on the bar stool And what a beautiful sight The lonesome cowboy catches the eye of a lady of the night She's up on the balcony, beckoning him to come With her carefully painted fingers and her dainty old west thumb So he scales the wooden staircase and goes into her room A beautifully appointed quarters in this dusty old saloon And he lays down on the bed there with the lady of the night Except he doesn't because he's all alone And that's when he remembers he's just an old man Lonesome man lies alone Having sex with no one (laughs) Well, he's not no one alone yeah, but he's not like Master, but he's like, he thinks he's at, he's not, there's no one there. He's an insane man <laughs> in the Old West. Right. Just thrusting to the sky, yeah. not masturbating. Right. Got it. In his head, she's on top. So that's what it looks like a weird exercise. Thrust. <laughs> And that's what these episodes are like. <laughs> that poor man. Yeah, yeah that poor man. I, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. That's not how you sound when you refer to your brain, just so you know. No, correct. <laughs> we would have to have a long talk. If we would we have a long talk. Yeah, we would have a long talk. We'd have a long talk, and uh, we'd both find new separate podcasts today. <laughs> I am impressed by your um your your real baritone on that. Your real Thank you. Beso profundo nearly. The um something uh, as I was editing these last couple episodes, it did occur to me that I am often singing in a much higher part of my register. Something about uh recording at home the the sort of like audio relations in my brain to what's (laughs) that I notice to what's going on is like harder than being in the same room together. And one thing that that has done is for some reason, I'm often singing in a higher register and I can't hear myself as well. So I made the conscious effort a couple days ago. I was like, I should sing some lower stuff on off book. Cool. Um, I like that. Just, you know, variety is the spice of life, you know? I also like doing an Old West voice. It's really good. Which I don't like get to do. I'm totally blanking on who that is. Come on, y'all. You, you know. Mean like, like Ring of Fire? No, well, no. Sam Elliott, thank you. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Not uh, Johnny Cash. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. I fell into a ring of sarsaparilla. And I thought, mm, oh, I'm in the sarsaparilla. <laughs> it's good, good, good. good. The sarsaparilla. Honestly, sarsaparilla can get out of here. 
Root beer. Is Sarsaparilla not just root beer? No. What's the diff? Root beer has more what? sugar. Welcome to a game for what's the diff? What's the diff? D- 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 Welcome okay. to What's the Diff. I'm your host, Zach Reno. Today on the show, we have Jessica McKenna. Hi. Jessica, where are you from and how much Hi, money do you so make much. in a I'm year? I'm from Yorba Linda, California. How much do I make in a year? It varies. Okay. I- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I thought that was a good opening game <laughs> Hi, I'm Zacharino. Welcome to What's the, the Diff? What's the Diff? This is Jessica. I usually make Jessica, about say the your, same as say, you. Yeah, say your name and what's your social security number for all the folks at home. Thank you so much, Jessica McKenna from Los Angeles, California, 609 dash 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 dash. All right, hackers, that's a place for you to start. Get in from there. Okay. All right, I'm Jay, so excited our to question talk about is, what's the Question diff number is. one, the diff is sarsaparilla or root beer. You have 60 seconds on the clock and go. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. This is exactly the type of question I was hoping I would get. Okay. So I believe that sarsaparilla and root beer draw from the similar source of a root family. There might be root of a sarsaparilla in a root beer, but the soda made from sarsaparilla is just taking into that root. And I think there are other aromatics that you include in a root beer. You might be including some anise or anise, depending on how you pronounce it. You might be including Ten some seconds. clove. You might be including some nutmeg. And typically root beers are sweeter. Five seconds. And she done it. Jessica, tell Jessica what she's won. Well, Jessica, in this thrilling news, you've won a toaster oven. I hope you have the counter space. But not just any toaster oven. This toaster oven integrates with your Instagram profile. That's right. Keep trends on all of the latest ads that are pushed to the top of your Instagram feed by the Facebook company. And if you're making toast, it will take a picture of it and post it for you. Toast then post with this, the Graham Toast. Toast and pie. The more you toast. I love a good toast. Toast is Can great. I just be that person right you now? You can, but I'm going to push back a little okay. bit because you are not. Okay. A, okay. Okay. Don't scream at me like a <laughs> tropical bird. <laughs> just kidding. I can't even pretend that our dynamic is a doughboy's dynamic for one second. It feels so foreign. Although that would be. Hmm. Hmm. Hold on. I want to get too sidetracked from toast. Okay. I'll you are toast. not, you are not a breakfast person. That's true. Toast. I primarily think of as a breakfast food, although a good toasted sandwich, that's got a toast component, but I will rarely get like a side of toast in a lunch or dinner setting unless it's like Italian food. And even then that toasted bread, I'm not thinking of as like toast. You know, though I'm not a breakfast person, there are still a few breakfast items that I enjoy. And I would say the, I've, I think later in life getting into buying better butter and getting into like marmalade really will open up the toast store, but we rarely have bread in the house. So it's more like, um, uh, my favorite coffee chain in Los Angeles, go get them tiger. They have a great side of toast. They have a side of rustic toast with jam. That's really honestly incredible. I love a rustic toast. I love a rustic toast. I love toast. a crusty bread. Mm, me too. Um, when I was like 24, 23, like first in Los Angeles, um, I was like really into just having toast with balsamic and vinegar. I was just like always about that life, making that as like a very Italian. Yeah. A real go-to snack. And I often made the mistake of eating it in bed. Just Ooh, getting that's olive a, that's oil a, all over your that's shoes. That's a yeah. That's a that's a staining food. Yeah. The olive oil is yeah. balsamic as as well. Yeah, was, but olive oil, man, it seems so clear. 
but, but yet it's, it's, dan- it's, it's dangerous. It's the the cl- olive oil, the clothes poison. <laughs> <laughs> What you put on your body What you trying to walk through the world in Did you pick it out special? Did you have your eye on for a while? Did you feel like you finally unlocked your style? Well, be careful, keep it in check Keep it in check Stay away from oils, oh gosh damn what the heck Gosh damn what the heck gonna get that stain and it will not come out there's no amount of shout to get it out gosh damn what the heck you can't get it out gosh damn what the heck you can't get it out With a woman you desire Ha-cha-cha-cha. You're looking her eyes And what do you see? Straight fire Straight, Straight fire It's burning with passion You're going for the kiss But it's an Italian restaurant You must remember this They're gonna have olive oil on the table And balsamic as well And if you knock those bad boys over It's like opening a portal to hell Portal to hell so before you plant that kiss on that beautiful woman's neck You're gonna get that stain there Gosh damn what the heck You can get it out Gosh damn what the heck Gosh damn what the heck You'll never get it out Gosh damn what the heck You'll never get it out Gosh damn what the heck No amount of shout Be careful before you smoosh her neck Oh, I hope you have your shirt's blessing Before you shake up your own salad dressing I hope you've prepared yourself for the toil Of trying to emulsify eggs and oil CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who's the person that will say damn but not Lots of people. Oh, they'll say, gosh damn? Yeah. What's the hierarchy of bad words from the uh, religious standpoint? We can't, oh, taking the Lord's name, so I think God's like, number one. Right, right, right. So damn like, number two, probably right. close second. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I think saying, like, uh, Jesus Christ is an expletive would be as as bad. Also bad. Yeah, definitely bad. So I had a friend ask this on Twitter to me. She said that certain families sh- saying shit was worse than saying damn. And I was like, well, that's probably a religious thing for those people. Oh, yes. I don't know about that. I always thought that I would say growing up, I felt safest saying damn first. Got it. Yeah. Like, well, well, crap was first. Crap is like baby's first swear word. What the crap? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real strong, man. What the crap is going on here? Can you believe this crap? <laughs> Crap is honestly pretty fun. I need to bring back crap. Let's bring back back crap. Crap has like a nice little (laughs) spunkiness to it. And I think it has a nice detachment where you know you're not that upset. Ah, crap. We can rebrand it. Hey, Scott, can you give me some music of literally any kind? It's, 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 um, well, I'll just start talking and then you tell me what you say. Ladies and gentlemen, Offbook is here to present you with a verbal option that you may have let sit it dusting in your closet for too long. Yeah, I want you to think back. You're you're getting picked last to play Wacko. You know, that version of baseball with a tennis racket and a tennis ball that maybe is only a regional thing. That's right. And you think, ah, crap. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Bring back crap. Crap is back. Well, guess what? What? Guess what? Bring back crap. Crap is back. You go and stub your toe, oh no. Well, I got something you can say, oh so. The perfect thing what you can say for this or that. When you hit that table, let's try all crap. Guess what? What? Crap is back. Bring back crap. Crap is back. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Bring back crap. Crap is back. If you're a small child or even a person in a workplace and you're looking for something that you can scream when you stub your toe into the divider of Janine's desk, consider crap. It won't get you in as much trouble as shit. People will think it's funny and you're sure not to offend any religious people. Bring back crap. Bring back crap. Crap is back. Crap is back. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Crap is back. Crap. From the people that brought you. Crud. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, crud. Oh, crud. Can I tell you something? I, at one time in a meeting we were having, I was like, I don't think we should use the word bud here because I feel like Jess says bud more than any other human I know on the planet. And then I realized that I also say it all the time. And then I heard it everywhere. I don't just like to say that Zach in the past, he was wrong. <laughs> He was wrong because, wait, you were, you were worried that I had bud ownership or something? No, I was worried that it wasn't as... It, it, I thought it was more of a jest thing and less of a thing that everyone did all the time. Mm. And it's not an everyone all the time thing, but it's much more widespread than I initially thought. Yes. Bud, bud is great. It's worked its way into my life in a big way. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I like saying bud, but I also think it can be, uh, sometimes it can have like a patronizing tone to it. So I'm not in love with bud, but bud really comes out. I think, y- y- yes, but again, that's like context, right? It's not inherently mm-hmm. patronizing. Right. So I don't know. Words are, words are tricky. Words are tricky. Um, I'm going to do a, a listener comment real quick, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. We can vote on it. Um, have you seen a shark in the wild? That's three votes. Okay, so we've okay. Just to be clear, we we're voting on the other thing, but the actual way that we do it is by posing an. That's that is an incredibly innovative way to do elections. Like you're voting for uh, city comptroller, but those aren't the options no. that you get to write down. The options are Mr. Pib or Dr. Pepper. Right, and then I guess whoever posed the election knows what the answer was. Yeah, it kind of feels... Um, Who's it, choosing Mr. Pibb? I don't know. Like, it's like I like Mr. Pibb, but I would never choose it over Dr. Pepper. Never. Never in a... I mean, I will always choose a bespoke, local-branded soda. Whoa. Bes- I, bespoke soda. If, if, if you give me Besoda. the... If you give me the ops for a bespoke, <laughs> I'll take it, right? Yeah. But Mr. Pibb is not that. Mr. No. Pibb is... Mr. Pibb is like. I was fully obsessed with Dr. Pepper in middle like school. Dr. Like, Max was like the Safeway yeah. version of it. Yeah. Dr. Pepper is great. It was also, I was also obsessed. obsessed. And I want to say that till my dying day, I'll never find a better lip color than Lip Smackers Dr. Pepper. I believe it. It's so subtle and nice. Okay. Okay. Made um, by, by Lip Smackers? Uh huh. Dr. Pepper. Mm hmm. People are going to, we're going to see some comments about this. You're going to just get. I 100% believe it. Get ready. Okay. We can take a listener question. Three people have seen sharks. So we get to. This one's from, from Nick. Hi guys. My name is Nick and I'm an ED doctor working and living in Edinburgh. (gasps) Um, ED, I looked it up. I think is an emergency doctor of some care. So, Hey Nick. Thanks bud. Thanks man. Thanks bud. (laughs) Thanks bud. (laughs) Um, you guys have talked about Edinburgh Fringe Festival before, and I was wondering, have you been? If so, what's the best thing you've seen at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and the thing you like most about Edinburgh? There's almost nothing I like to think back on more than our time in Edinburgh. It was truly wonderful. It was sort of, um, it is important to the genesis of this pod. Mm-hmm. Jess and I had been doing musical improv before, but the first time we really did a lot of narrative musical improv was with a group called Baby Wants Candy when we were brought in as... Um, performers for their show there brought in as alternates yeah, i was gonna say we were like the jv squad but it was really really formative and fun and it was like a musical improv boot camp because we even though we weren't in every single show we were still doing it so much more than we'd ever done before and it really it really helped zach and i learn the other side of the coin to our which was like the narrative storytelling um the, zach you went th- three times i did but not for the whole stay because yeah. i went as like um 
on the more like directory writery helper side. So I did not stay for the full run of a couple shows, but I will say that like, that is such a gauntlet because you do 24 shows in 25 days. You have like one day off. And if you were doing what we were doing, you're actually doing multiple shows a day. So we yeah, did like, uh, we're doing different shows. We did like 50 shows, but it's great. Cause I don't know if those of you ever have a chance to go to Edinburgh, do it. Even if the fringe isn't happening, Arthur's seat is amazing. It's like this inactive volcano that you can climb. That is rad. On our one day off, we did that. We went out into the Highlands a little bit, saw those hairy coos. We did a Highlands tour, saw the Highland coo. Oh, I would say my favorite things that we saw the so the Edinburgh Fringe Festival brings in a lot of cool different types of shows, a lot of comedy. Is it sexy Australian yes. circus performers? Yes, it, there's a lot of circus, a lot of magic, a lot of comedy, a lot of one person shows, and the circus is like oftentimes it's like that beautiful we're gonna do things with just our bodies and the show that was after our daytime show was like a simple space it was called a simple space and it was just um very very fit australians like using their bodies to be the actual like parallel bars that another very good looking fit australian would flip on it was also like (laughs) it was so well it was so well directed and like so well music designed it was very moving like there was this this beat that they had in their show where they all like kind of view are a theater student at all. They were doing like viewpoints. They're like running in a grid and stopping and falling. And it's so well choreographed that they are always caught. They're catching each other, but they're running like further and further away. And faster It sounds and faster. very simple, but when you watch it, it's insane. It's like run, 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 fall, run, 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 fall. And they're always being caught. And it's like the person would catch them and, and like immediately leave them because they have to go catch someone else or go run somewhere else. So it's like so... Compelling. Like you're, you're dashing like 30 feet to catch someone moments before they hit the ground, tossing them back up, and then they're sprinting off in a different yes. direction to like catch someone. And else. no one looks like they're hesitating in their fall at all. They and all have like such trust and commitment. They all just like fall. And men, women, to uh, to uh, every last one of them, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous human beings, gorgeous, gorgeous people. Every single one of them straight up hotties. Australian circus beautiful people. (laughs) Simple space, beautiful face. Mm. I see that bod. It's an angle that's incredibly odd because you're a circus man or a circus woman or a circus non-binary person. I don't know how they identify. What I do know is they're incredibly fly. And what I do know is they're incredibly hot. And talking about it, we literally could not stop. We were like, oh my goodness, look at all of those muscles. I can't even give about them. Can I even give them a rustle? Can I walk past them when we are backstage? We're never even humans on the same page. It's like, they are not the same common human as me. It's like, they're on a scale that doesn't go one, two, three. They're like, on a scale that goes one, two, affinity. And I'm like, hey, can you look at me? Here's what we're going to do. They're going to come out in incredible feats of strength, tossing and catching each other, and everybody's going to be like, wow, this is rad. Dank. Dank, but good. Good dank. People are like, it's incredibly cool. Right after that, we're going to come out and do the kind of thing... (laughs) 
different things. We're gonna do short form improv using stories from bachelor parties. They're gonna come out and use their bodies to do something so compelling and so sim hearty. They're gonna fly up into the sky. We're gonna improvise about this guy. Who's this guy? Oh, his name is Darren and Darren isn't giving us good details. We're gonna do a rap about Darren who wishes that he was somewhere else. They're gonna come out and be beautiful and throw each other around and make everyone want. We're gonna have a song that's a bust. They're gonna have a compelling display of trust. We're gonna say, hey, look at this rhyme. They're gonna move in beautiful time. They're Australian circus improv uh, people and they're hot. hot. <laughs> and we are not. <laughs> they're they Australian, Australian circus, circus people. And, and they, they are, are hot. hot. And, and we, we are, are not. Australian or working in a circus. But we're still hot, y'all. Uh, also, they all had the same haircut. And I've haircut. told Zach to get that haircut. <laughs> For years I've said, Zach, get that haircut. They all had the same haircut. It's sort of tight on the sides and in the back and curly and long on top. Y- I would describe it as looking a little like a rooster. rooster yeah. And it's mm. good. But I, in this quarantine, uh, thought about doing it and then it got too long and now I'm, now I'm too far away from it. You can do it. I believe in you. Okay. Should I do it <laughs> before the work pitch we have <laughs> coming yeah, up? Definitely. Okay. Good. Should get a rooster haircut and then get also the rooster like beard, the little Grow the thing. rooster the beard. rooster be a dangly full, thing. Full roost. They'll be yeah. like, we had a meeting with Zach. We found him pretty cocky. Roosters cockadoodle do all day long, not just in the morning. Yes. And that's a good thing to remember. People are like, this rooster's an alarm clock. No. no. This rooster just likes to scream. You should not be overly reliant on your cockadoodle do. No. If your cockadoodle do is a clockadoodle do, you know what? In fact, that brings us to the next product that uh, that uh, Off Book is sponsored by today. And I know that I ended that sentence in an inopportune moment. I'm sorry. No, it was, constantly... my, it was my choice to always be drinking something. Are you? <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? I don't know. Oh, I woke up in the morning. <sighs> my dang rooster didn't crow till 10 a.m. Well, now I'm late for work. <laughs> You need to ditch that cockadoodle-doo and replace it with the clockadoodle-doo. Now, hey, wait up. What's a clockadoodle-doo? A, a cockadoodle-doo I've heard of. <laughs> a clockadoodle-doo is a clock. It's a clock that you put next to your bed and it's shaped like a rooster and it goes, cuckoo cuckoo coo wake up. It's a quarter to two. That's the only thing it says, but you can time it to any time of day. Now, hang on. You're saying I could wake up at 7.45, but it'll say it's a quarter Clock-a-doodle-doo, it's a quarter to two. Now, hang on. You're telling me that instead of using hands and a face, it's just uh, got a waddle and a coxcomb? That's right. A coxcomb. The, the the waddly thing on the back of a rooster's head. Now, coxcomb. hang on. Can it, you spell coxcomb? Sure I can. C-O-C-K-S-C-O-M-B. Coxcomb. That's right. Your next word is angel. Oh, sure. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? Uh, yes, please. Angel. Flo- <laughs> floaty, wingy, god friends. A-N-G-E-L. 
angel. That's right. And if you want to meet the angels when you pass off this earthly plane, you'll purchase a clock-a-doodle-doo. Coo- a <laughs> Not a cuckoo cock. We don't make those. This was clear, and I want one. <laughs> Not a real project. Brad is playing a kalimba. Kalimba sounds like this. Clock-a-doodle-doo. It's according to two. <laughs> That's beautiful. Love a kalimba. Play some more, Brett. Okay. Now do that, but over and over again. Breathe in. Breathe out. Oops, I skipped ahead. <gasps> Don't skip ahead. Let's start over. Okay. Breathe in. Breathe out. Think of a beach. Oh my God, please breathe in again. You have to just sort of assume that you should keep breathing. Think of a beach. Picture the coconut palms swaying in the wind. Look at that one coconut palm. There's something hiding in the coconut palm. Mm Mm-hmm. Climb up to the top of the coconut palm. It's hard. You're not strong enough yet. Do push-ups. Do supersets. 20 20 reps, 5 sets. Jeez, that's a lot. Do 100 push-ups. Now you're strong enough to climb the the coconut palm. There's something hiding in the coconut palm. Who is that up there? Who? Oh no, it's a who. You realize someone is hiding in the coconut palm. Okay. What's that? <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers Alan Iverson is hiding in a coconut palm. Alan Iverson? Hey, listen. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever used a promo code to download a meditation app, but it's really not helping you create a habit of meditating because it's a little confusing and Alan Iverson keeps showing up? That's why you should try this one instead. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. There's someone hiding behind the tumbleweed. Why? Who's that? Oh my gosh. Alan Iverson? (laughs) Tumbleweed. Get out of here, Alan Iverson. Tum, has this ever happened to you? He's you tried to switch meditation apps, but Alan Iverson still keeps showing up. He did a sweet three-point shot with the tumbleweed. Well, you know what? It's because you should be able to meditate with or without 76ers Alan Iverson. Let it go like thoughts floating away on the ocean. It's like, have you seen a shark in the wild? Maybe that yeah. shark was Alan Iverson. There were one set of footsteps in the sand because that shark was, was Alan, Alan Iverson. Iverson. <laughs> wow, I feel peaceful. Me too. This actually might be a good time to say goodbye to everyone. Yeah, I hope that this this puts you to sleep in a good way. Like, made you feel peaceful. I hope you put this podcast on and just fell right to sleep. <laughs> Do you know... 
I do fall asleep to podcasts myself. I do too. I feel like ours would be a sort of I think chaotic it'd be a choice. Really, it would be a chaotic choice. <laughs> but if that but was have, you... At the end of this one... This is the one time it really worked out for you. Would it be insane for us to do a whole sleep podcast no. that isn't like to put people to sleep, but is just like chiller the whole way through so they wouldn't have to worry about someone screaming about like bananas in the middle of it. Yeah, we should maybe put that out as bonus content. Just okay. a, a sleepy baby sleepy episode. We'll do a sleepy baby sleep episode. A sleep episode. But for now, we'd like to say thank you so much for joining us on Off Book the Improvised Musical Podcast. That's been Scott Pastorella and Brett Morris on the keys and Kalimba uh, and just McKenna and myself, Zach Reno. Reno. If you'd like to support this show, we'd love for you to check out offbookclubhouse.com and sign up to be either an extremely sleepy baby or a baby of infinite dreams. We have all sorts of bonus content for those who do uh, but the biggest gift you give is the gift of this show to us that we can then give to all of our listeners for free and our eternal gratitude good night Alan Iverson he's in your dreams good night good job shooting that basketball Good night, all of the 76ers from the early 2000s. Good night, you've seen a shark in the wild. Good night, you brought peace to the cyber wars. Good night, have a toast with me. Good night, you're not wandering alone in the desert. And good night, wishing you hot Australian circus performers. And in the morning you'll wake up at the right time with your clock-a-doodle too. And here's what we'll say to you, clock-a-doodle. you do this to people.